Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News will drop by to talk college basketball. We have more people who want to win big prizes. Hang in there. Mike has called an audible. He is in transit and will drop by in 30 minutes rather than to start this hour. Bowl season is officially underway. The Charlotte 49ers are in the Bahamas. They take on Buffalo. It is the first of 40-plus bowl games. Y'all know I'm not a believer in the old idea that there are too many bowl games. I celebrate them even if I don't watch all of them. It is the first bowl in the history of Charlotte 49ers football. Appreciate Will Healy for dropping by from the Bahamas here on our show. Good luck to Sam Washington in North Carolina A&T. They are seeking the Aggies their fourth HBCU National Football Championship in the last five years. That game co comes in the form of the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta. It's National televised on ABC tomorrow afternoon as the MEAC champs, North Carolina A&T right here in our backyard, take on the SWAC champs, Alcorn State. The Aggies have been absolutely dominant as an FCS program over these last five years as the baton has been passed from the retired Rod, Rod Broadway to these last two years. Sam Washington, appreciate Coach Washington for dropping by earlier this week. The new guy at App State takes the field as the head coach for the first time. Sean Clark also was with us, the new leader of the Mountaineers. The Sun Belt champions, remember, already have the highest single-season win total for a North Carolina-based team ever at the FBS level. And those Mountaineers can extend that record to 13-1 and with a win over UBA tomorrow in the New Orleans Bowl. So Charlotte in the Bahamas today against Buffalo. A&T, Alcorn State tomorrow afternoon on ABC, noon, national TV. App State against UAB, New Orleans Bowl tomorrow as well. First three of the four, first four bowls do involve teams from our backyard. Question of the day, allowing for prizes. Who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring in the year 2020? If you can look into the crystal ball and tell us who will be the ultimate champions in college football, college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, and the NFL, the first to go five for five, usually a phone caller wins. You can enter by email or Twitter at David Glenn Show or dglenn at accsports.com. Eric is in Durham is next. Eric in Durham is next. Tina in Burlington will follow. Nate, John, Devin, and others would like to show their prognostication skills as well. It is pretty cool when you win $1,000 worth of stuff. Again, it could be something as simple as four lower-level tickets to a Carolina Panthers football game next season. Yes, sometimes the price is that high that four tickets get you to $1,000 pretty quickly. It could be a whole bunch of choices of lower dollar values to other games in other sports or books, T-shirts, prizes in our prize closet. It is a diverse set of selections. Eric, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead with your comments, questions, or picks. DG, happy holidays. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. Hey, how about Joey Buckets last night, man? He was killing it. How about it, man? <laughs> I, Joey, by the way, and you're talking Joey Baker, right? Just, yes, just, sir. just to make sure. Duke beat Wofford as expected, but one of the reasons I believe this is a, this is a legitimate chance for Coach K to get his sixth NCAA title 
We know Trey Jones, who was out last night, but minor injury. We know he's an outstanding two-way point guard. He's better offensively this year than he was last year. Vernon Carey, one of the freshmen, has become a first-team All-ACC guy and an All-America candidate. He's that good that quickly, whereas most other freshmen take a little while to grow, even at Duke. So there's two superstars right there. One by one, it was Cassius Stanley early on the wing as a freshman. It was Joey Baker last night stroking threes. It, it has been Wendell Moore, Wendell Moore, another freshman, mainly on defense, but maybe he continues to come along. Matthew Hurt, more as an offensive player right now and a three-point shooter, kind of the stretch forward than the other things Coach K is looking for. That's a lot of positive signs prior to the end of December. With Coach K pulling the strings and pushing the buttons, man, one by one, he's going he's gonna to find that seven or eight-man rotation that he leans on for the large majority of minutes, and that is going to be, assuming good health, one of the hardest teams to beat in all of college basketball, along with Louisville of the ACC and a small handful of others. So, Eric, I'll put you down for the Devils as your NCAA Couldn't pick. More. <laughs> what else you got? All right, for college football, I'm going to go to Clemson Tigers. I'm, is that uh, other contest still going on? The uh, one we had before college football started? We everybody eliminated. N- <laughs> uh, no, there are some people alive in that. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So NBA, I'm I'm going to go the LeBron James led LA Lakers. Got it. The NHL, I'm going to go for the uh, Hurricanes. Cool. They are looking really good they are. now. And what's left? That leaves the NFL. Super Bowl champion. NFL, I'm going to – it hurts my Panther heart to say this, but I'm going to say the New Orleans Saints. They're, they're on fire right now, and they're pretty balanced. To me, there's only five or six logical defensible picks for the Super Bowl, and the Saints are definitely on that short list. I mean, you could say Ravens, you could pick somebody else, but – the Saints are in that mix for sure. Drew Brees healthy again, pretty good defense. Uh, that's the foundation you need for a guy who's been there already, Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Tina is in Burlington, and next up on the David Glenn Show, welcome, Tina. Go right ahead with your question, comment, or predictions. Okay, thanks, David. I really enjoy the show. Thank you. Um, my picks are the New Orleans Saints, okay. LSU, Kansas for the basketball. Okay. Houston, NBA, Boston. Boston. Rockets and the Bruins. We haven't had a Rockets yet, but I think they're pretty darn good, man. Anybody who watched them last night, we don't use the phrase big three as much as we used to, but the Rockets went to L.A. and beat the Clippers, another of the best teams in the NBA. James Harden was his usual awesome double-double self. Clint Capella was really, really good, the young big man, and Russell Westbrook was out of his mind good returning to his old stomping grounds. I have the Rockets up there along with the, the obvious Bucks, Lakers, and Clippers. So good call by Tina in Burlington. We have you down for a five-team combination that nobody else has just yet. 1-800-849-2761. Obviously, the first with any combination would be the grand prize winner if somehow, some way, somebody has the same five picks and that slips past our radar here in live radio. 1-800-849-2761. Let me try Nate in Garner, North Carolina. You are next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Love your show. Thank you, sir. Good to have you with us. Um, all right. So I'm going to pick LSU for college football. Okay. Uh, it's 
much as this sucks. I'm going to take uh, Duke for college basketball. All right. Only because Virginia can't score like that. Yeah, they can't. They're, they're, they're a good team again, but they're not going to make another run like last year. No, but last year was enough for me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, I'll take the Minnesota Vikings for the NFL. Okay. I will take the Clippers for the NBA. We're going to learn more about the Vikings, by the way, on Monday night, man. They host the Packers. That's one of the best matchups of this NFL weekend. 11-3 Green Bay at 10-4 Minnesota. That's your Monday night football game. We haven't had – I love it. We have like Giants-Eagles and other ugly games recently on Monday night football. That'll be a good one to look forward to. The only thing I think I remember is they told me that they said that uh, Kirk Cousins is, I think, 0-8. I saw that. I saw that. Aaron Rodgers has won his last five starts on Monday Night Football for the Packers. Uh, Not undefeated for his career, but the last five. And yes, Kirk Cousins is 0-8 all-time on on that uh, particular platform. All right, so we need a Stanley Cup champion out of you, and then we'll get you out of here. And then I'll take uh, the Capitals in the NHL. Good picks, man. Appreciate you listening. Happy holidays to you and yours. 1-800-849-2761. I want to get as many entries in as we can. Mike DeCourcy will join us as our second and final guest of the day in about 20 minutes. Let's go to Devin in Hickory, North Carolina. Love to see that. Devin in Hickory. Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. All right. I think the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Cool. Um, I think the St. Louis Blues are going to repeat in the NHL. Good team. Um, the Clippers in the NBA. Okay. Uh, Michigan State in college basketball. And I'm missing one. College football. Uh, college football, Clemson. Got it. That's Those are good picks, man. You get to listen a lot or just stumble upon us in Hickory today? Um, I, I drive back and forth from Mockville to I'm with Asheville, cool. but I listen to on uh, 600. Excellent. AM 600, but it picks up all the way up here. Appreciate the loyalty, man. Devin and Hickory, 1-800-849-2761. You can join us on the other side with more picks. You can steer us to the week that was or the weekend to come. College football bowl season is underway, and many of our teams are involved. Week 16 in the NFL offers a triple header tomorrow with some good matchups, including Buffalo at New England with supremacy in the AFC East on the line. Rookie QB Will Greer leads the Panthers at the Colts, and there was one less obvious aspect of the Canes' thrilling comeback victory at Colorado last night that I don't want to leave unmentioned. Obviously, the most important thing is that the Canes are playing as well as anybody in the NHL. Colorado had won Nine of its last 11 games, they were 9-1-1, meaning they lost in regulation only once in their last 11 games, and the Canes went there and beat them 3-1. Calgary, on the same road trip, had won seven in a row, and the Canes come to town and they beat them 4-zip. Like, folks, this is serious stuff. The pieces are coming together. There was, I don't know if you'd call it trivial, it's important to the guy involved but less important, of course, than how well the Canes are playing. One 
worthy of mention detail to last night's win. And back to your calls on college basketball, the NBA, the NFL, college football. Remember, you're allowed to take us elsewhere. Free for All Friday is the one day that you steer the ship wherever you'd like to visit in the sports universe with your question or comment. Our question of the day will allow for a prize to the grand prize winner. Who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring us in the 2020 calendar year? Give us those five champions, whoever's right with the combination of five that ends up winning each of these trophies, college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, and NFL. Happy to explore the details as you make your picks. 1-800-849-2761. Mike, later, more of your calls next. I believe it is the NBA's turn in the line dance. And I don't think they can dance. I don't think they can dance as well as DG dances, and I'm only a three or a four. The David Glenn Show, weekdays at noon. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Mike DeCorsi on college basketball in less than 15 minutes. Your chance to chime in on Free For All Friday. It's the one day each week we turn mostly over to your calls. And Darren, since this is my next to last live show, again, we will have guest hosts when I am off for the holidays. Since today is my next to last live show and we are celebrating 10 years of our unprecedented statewide platform here in the 2019 calendar year, I would like you to know as my producer for the last four years, of the 11 largest cities in the state of North Carolina, we have had calls just today from 10 of the 11. I don't know what's wrong in High Point today, but we have had calls from <laughs> Charlotte, Raleigh, Greensboro, Durham, Winston-Salem, Fayetteville, Cary, Wilmington, Greenville, and Asheville just today. High Point is the only missing link, and we have a lot of listeners in High Point. Do we have anybody on hold from High Point? I'd go right to them. Bo is in Raleigh. I don't want to disqualify the poor guy just because he's calling from the capital city. Maybe he wants to win the prize. Who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring in 2020? We're asking that specifically for prize-winning purposes. If you can go five for five, tell us who wins the NCAA basketball title this April. Who wins this college football playoff that is underway eight days from now? How about the NBA champ, the NHL champ, and the NFL winner as well? Bo, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Right ahead. What's up, DG? Doing, Doing great, man. Good to have you with us. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's go college first because, uh, you know, that college football playoff thing is right around the corner, and I'm always happy to talk college hoops. Uh, college football. Let's go with uh, Clemson. I think it's coming out of that side of the bracket. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. That's a tougher pick, though. I mean, LSU and Ohio State are really good, but I hear you. Yeah. Uh, basketball. I go off the wall to Ohio State. Okay. Man, Tar Heels saw how good those guys are. Go ahead with uh, NFL. NFL. Uh, let's go to the Saints. All right. NBA. NBA. Uh, give me the Clippers. You are playing the percentages nicely. The Clippers are one of the top picks in the NBA. The Saints in the NFL. Clemson certainly has a great chance. Ohio State's a little a little further off the board in college hoops, but you're all good. How about hockey? Hockey, I'm going to have to go with the Kane. That's what I like to hear. anybody else. 
It's sad that if the Canes don't win at all, like half of today's phone entries will be disqualified. I mean, it's easy to root for the home team. I'm a season ticket holder. I make no bones about the fact that whereas we've been known for objectivity for 30-plus years in the general sense as a sports media member dating back to the late 1980s, I have adopted hockey and specifically the Canes as my one exception to that rule. I could be in the press box for free every night, but I choose to – pay for tickets in some cases instead that makes me crazy and as Kane's owner Tom Dundon told me that will prevent me that mindset will prevent me from ever joining him in the ranks of the billionaires but to me the trade-off is worth it Darren you and I couldn't drink beer and eat food in the press box the way we do down on the glass yeah there's food it's not the same that's worth the trade worth the trade for sure Sean is in Holly Springs which is not yet one of the top 10 cities in North Carolina population-wise, but perhaps style-wise, it is already in the top 10. Sean, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Appreciate you taking my call today. Sure. Go ahead with your picks. Good luck to you. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, LSU and college football. Okay. College basketball, even though I'm a Kentucky Big Blue Nation fan, uh, this is not our year. Um, I'm going to go with Gonzaga. I think Mark Hughes going to push it over the top this year man i respect the heck out of that that level-headed mindset because a lot of kentucky fans i know while cool people are not at all rational like and and i see what you see this is just not kentucky's kind of like it's definitely not carolina's year um you know and, and some other examples of that credit to you because i think you're also right gonzaga is in the right place as your Wildcats, while still good, they just don't have their typical freshman class, and they just don't quite have as many, you know, tools in the toolbox, so to speak, for John Calipari this year. They do not. All right, let's go to the pro level. Who do you have in uh, football, basketball, and hockey? So let's go with the Saints and NFL. Okay. And basketball, let's go with the Bucks. All right. And I don't know near as much about hockey, uh, being from Kentucky, but uh, – and I'll, I'll give you things. I'll give you the percentage chances if you want. Colorado, Boston, the Washington Capitals, the Penguins, the Canes are somewhere on that list in the top half dozen or so. So if you want to go Homer, you can. If not, no problem. And and, yeah, and I'm sorry, I didn't write down your NBA. Go just back up real no, quick. Yep, that's fine. NBA or the Bucks. Got it. Got it. Okay. And I think I'm gonna go with uh, my my daughter's fiance is from st louis he's a huge blues fan yeah, so we'll good. go with a repeat for yeah. the blues yeah they're really good i should have mentioned them exactly yeah statistically and computer wise those are about the ones i mentioned plus the blues are probably your half a dozen best picks good work by sean in holly springs thank you for playing still still looking for our high point caller we just got one line open for the first time Maybe we can sweep the top 25 cities in North Carolina today, Darren. That's That may be a taller task. Richard is in Raleigh. Welcome to the David Glenn Show, Richard. Good luck with your picks. Hey, David Glenn. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Michigan College Basketball. All right. I'm going to take uh, Clemson for the football team. And then I'm going to go with the Packers NBA. I'm going to take the Predators in hockey. And then uh, who am I missing? You're missing NBA. Yeah. I got a free-for-all Friday for you. All right, cool. And by the way, that would be a Jawan Howard rookie head coach taking the Michigan Wolverines 
all the way. That's like this the whole Steve Fisher Michigan championship flashback from way back when. That would be one heck of a March Madness storyline if the Wolverines pull that off. Go ahead. And that's exactly why I'm taking them. Very cool. That would be fun to watch. And they're already way better than most people thought they would be. So credit to the Wolverines. All right. Well, hey, for the free-for-all Friday, if you don't mind me asking, do you think if Lamar Jackson goes down, RG3 goes on a Nick Foles-style run, he'll be an $88 million quarterback next year? Wow. Wouldn't that be interesting? As an Eagles fan and a Nick Foles fan, I'm sure I said it on these airwaves, Jacksonville was crazy to believe that Nick Foles would automatically do something for them like he did for the Eagles. It's just not that simple. There was the perfect storm what happened in Philly. That quarterback, that system, Doug Peterson as the head coach, the injury to Carson Wentz. They just caught you know the, the proverbial genie in a bottle type situation. You're, if it happened the way you laid out, yes, somebody would throw a bucket load of money at RG3, right? And it's conceivable RG3, when healthy, was a heck of a young quarterback in the NFL. People can forget that because it's been so long. Obviously, he's not the runner or, or even a fraction of the runner that Lamar, even when healthy, he was not that style of player. Lamar Jackson setting all-time NFL records, combining his running game, which we knew about, with his polished passing game, which has surged in a way that I don't know if anybody predicted so far this year. Uh, th- yes is the answer to your question. Somebody would throw tens of millions of dollars to Robert Griffin III if that Nick Foles, Eagles-type uh, script unfolded. Um, I wouldn't wish that on the Ravens. I don't, I don't have as much confidence in RG3 to do what Nick Foles did, and I knew that Eagles team really, really, really well. It was just perfect. Uh, the Ravens are a well-balanced team, though. Their special teams are really good. Justin Tucker's the best kicker in the NFL. Harbaugh's one of the best special teams coaches in the NFL, and their defense is good, and their running game is good. So it's not impossible. It's a fair question, and we all know how the NFL works. If they believe somebody can be their number one, ridiculous or not, if all it takes is one, if they believe it, yes, they're, they're throwing tens of millions of dollars at somebody. Jacksonville probably now regrets doing that with Nick Foles. Uh, maybe that narrative changes. We'll see. But most of the time, if a guy was that far into his NFL career and had not yet shown the the ability to be a consistent number one quarterback, there are only rare exceptions where later in their career do they really get that opportunity and truly pay off in every sense of that phrase. Appreciate the call, Richard. We have your picks down. You are eligible for our grand prize. We have more calls later. We have Mike DeCourcy on the other side, 1-800-849-2761. You guys are laughing on the other side. What do I need to know? The Hall of Famer from the Sporting News. He's not still on an airplane, is he? No, Mike's, Mike's going to be on the other side. Are you it's dying to squeeze it's a phone call in? No, you guys, no, no. Let's, let's you guys get to break dating and we'll somebody get to, who's on we'll hold? Somebody in your pocket? <laughs> no. What's going on? Everything good? Yeah. All right. 1-800-849. always need to know what's going All on right. over here. You know, just I'm just trying to host a radio show, and it looks like you guys are playing gremlins over there or something. 1-800-849-2761. Mike DeCourcy is the Hall of Famer from the Sporting News. He loves a lot of sports but covers college basketball with Hall of Fame distinction. Beyond checking in on the Tar Heels and the Blue Devils and the Wolfpack and some of the national favorites and other ACC stuff, we'll ask Mike, with James Wiseman 
in the middle of a 12-game suspension related to improper benefits, leaving Memphis, just leaving the team, leaving school, preparing for the NBA draft, giving up on the idea of that wonderful platform we know as March Madness as he skips out on the college game and basically turns pro, as LaMelo Ball is playing professionally internationally during the one-year gap between his high school career and when he's eligible for the NBA draft. There's a guy named R.J. Hampton you may or may not have heard of who's playing professionally in New Zealand right now. Because, again, current NBA rules don't allow you to turn pro right out of high school the way Kobe and LeBron and so many others did. Are the current NCAA amateurism rules, in conjunction with the current NBA draft rules, are they driving away the biggest talents like James Wiseman in numbers that make fans enjoy March Madness or college basketball less We'll ask Mike DeCourcy that question, and we'll pick his brain on the other matters of the college basketball day. One last chance for winners later. Mike DeCourcy next on the David Glenn Show. I would never be so competitive, so childish, that I would actually keep track of my record as a coach in youth soccer. I mean, that would be ridiculous. So when I think about my 78 wins, two losses, and four (laughs) ties, not that I was keeping track or anything. Stay with us on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. One more chance for you to be a big winner here in the season of giving. That's a little bit later. Joining us now, the Hall of Famer from the Sporting News to discuss college basketball on and off the court. Mike DeCourcy, follow him on Twitter at TSN Mike. Also catch him on the Big Ten Network as an outstanding analyst there as well. Happy holidays, my friend. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, I hadn't heard the uh, – I was just thinking this yesterday that I hadn't heard the Springsteen Santa Claus song in a while, at least not this Christmas season. So, naturally, my favorite DJ plays it for me. Good to hear that. That's one of my favorites as well. Do you want to hit us with your favorite? We like Christmas movies so much on the David Glenn Show that we've actually broken them down into three categories over the years. Okay. Christmas movies with real people. So if you like, you know, little Ralphie and his Red Rider carbine action 200-shot range model rifle, uh, that would be a Christmas story, real people. If you prefer right. animation or claymation, you know, you could go Rudolph or, or Grinch or Frosty or whatever. And then we have right. a third category we call Christmas movies where really Christmas is only the backdrop and it's not right. really central to the movie like the diehard fight-off terrorists movie with John right. McClane, Bruce Willis. So uh, any of those categories, you're, you're, you can certainly chime in as the diverse man that you are. Well, in the first category, I don't know whether to consider uh, a Will Ferrell's character, yep. Buddy the Elf, uh, a real person. That's a real person the uh, way we do it, yes. Okay, so if he's a real person, then that would be my favorite Christmas movie. We, we mean like fantastic. human beings on the screen rather than claymation okay, okay. or animation. So yes, Elf, <laughs> Elf often meddles in that category. Yes, uh, as far as the third category, Die Hard is an easy one. Yeah. I, I thought Die Hard was a masterpiece. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, the middle one, the animated one, you know, I mean, I love Rudolph. It's, it's a great story. Um, I wish there were some way to, to update it. You know, <laughs> yes. they, 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 they just, you know, not in terms of anything other than making it look better on a on an HD screen, if there was just some way to do that, uh, it would be awesome. But uh, because the story is wonderful and, and very well executed. 
Well done, Mike. Uh, all right, we'll talk to you later. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the, co- the college basketball headlines right now. Beyond, of course, we're following the troubled Tar Heels and the surging Blue Devils and Louisville and NC State actually looks pretty good and plenty of others here in ACC country. But before we get into the on-the-court stuff, James Wiseman in the middle of a 12-game NCAA suspension over improper benefits just decided to pull the plug entirely. He's going to prepare for the NBA draft. Um, Jay Billis, one of our other college basketball favorites, basically said, hey, no purpose was served by that suspension in the first place, and the NCAA is alienating guys who would make their product even better, not just Wiseman but others. Uh, what do you think? Has, has the NCAA's amateurism model and enforcing that, is it driving away top talents in a way that damages the product because LaMelo Ball's playing internationally and R.J. Hampton's playing internationally, and now we'll never see James Wiseman in the March Madness either? Yeah, I think, there's, I think there, there, there are elements of truth. I mean, I think that like Jay's like half right but, and in many ways all right and like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just don't believe that college athletics was meant to be professional, and I still don't, no matter what the, the, it's become as a commercial enterprise. It's not meant to be a professional endeavor. Um, so I understand, like, certain elements of the amateurism concept. But I don't think that uh, colleges should necessarily be in the business of hiring third basemen, so to speak. Hmm. Um, whether, you know, the name image likeness thing, I, I, you know, I think that there is, you know, I think there is room for, for growth there. And, but I, but I'm also not, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know a zealot about it. Yeah. Uh, I understand why it's taking some time and why they don't want, I mean, it's, it just comes down to this. I mean, there are three colleges in your area and they don't want the, like the car dealer that went to state and the car dealer went to Duke and the car dealer went to Carolina bidding for players. It's yeah. not what they want. And I don't, I don't blame them. I don't want that any, either. I mean, do I want more money in the players pockets? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I do. Um, and I, and, and how that will be, uh, approached and how it'll be put together. I don't know, but I don't know if people realize, but I mean, basically Emmert, uh, Mark Emmert, the president of the NCAA, who I'm not a fan of, it was all but, but begging for the Congress to get involved and pass a rule, a law on this. Uh, and people say, well, why would he want that? And the reason is because they're, on, they're buried under legislation, excuse me, litigation. And if they did it themselves, they'd probably end up having to pay back NIL money to a class of, of athletes like they did in the cost of attendance figure. But if the feds come in and say, you got to do this, they, they can say, hey, they told us we had to do it. You can't make us pay guys from eight years ago now so they want a federal law on this Uh, exactly how it'll work i don't know but i think they would like to be involved in writing that law but uh, as far as chasing away james wiseman and his like one i think it's bad for the game i've always been a uh, uh, as you well know uh, and my audience well well knows i've been an ardent supporter of the age limit rule i believe it's the best thing for basketball at all levels um, but uh, Mark Emmert, the first time I met him, told me he didn't like it, um, and his, and everything he's seen since should have dictated to him otherwise. And he still is out there doing everything he can to get those players, you know, uh, to make it less to make it less welcoming in college basketball for those players. And so, uh, you know, I I I think he I think March Madness is worse off without James Wiseman, uh, but. 
I don't think the NCAA really cares. Mike DeCourse is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Find his work at SportingNews.com. Follow him on Twitter at TSN Mike. Around here, we're trying to put Duke in the broader perspective of other national championship contenders as Mike Krzyzewski, you know, appears to have a team that at least gives him a shot at his sixth ring. Trey Jones, when healthy, is a heck of a two-way point guard, as you know. Vernon Carey has shown up as one of the very best freshmen in the nation and is, is you know, going to be a candidate for some national recognition as well. What do you need to see beyond that for Duke to become one of your best candidates if they're not already? Because last night, Joey Baker looked good. Earlier this year, Cassius Stanley looked good. Occasionally, Matthew Hurt looks good. Feels like one by one, the new guys are impressing. And there's enough older guys helping that uh, it feels like he has eight, nine, or ten different options on a given night. With the way this season has developed and how in reach the pow- you know, the, the suspected powers, I guess we have to call them this year, have been to teams that are not great. I mean, they're not even, in some cases, very good. I mean, Evansville has not been a significant Valley, you know, Valley member in non-conference play other than the game they played against Kentucky. I mean, I'm not saying they've lost every other game, but that's the only thing they did that made you stand up and pay, and pay attention. Stephen F. Austin hasn't been a dominant team. Um, and so with, within, you know, they, the, these teams that have shown they are within reach of, of the mortal, so to speak. Um, so it, it's going to be a wider competition at least now, you, you look at it and you say, at least I do, I, I look at it and I say, if you've got a pro, it's like you've got somebody that you know is going and you can build things around him and he can do things that a lot of other players can't do, ordinary college players can't do, then you've got the first ingredient. And then from there, it, you know, obviously the more of those guys you have, the better. But And then from there, you have to build a proficient offense and defense. And you may be better at one than the other, um, and but you, if you're not good at both, then you're not in the conversation. But if you do and you have that pro, I don't see any reason why everybody that fits those categories isn't a candidate. And you know, because there just, ha- there just hasn't been anybody out there that has said we're above everyone. Kansas is starting to maybe suggest that they are. Although they're, you know, we'll see a little bit tomorrow when they go, uh, when they play Villanova. I think they play them on the road, and, and they still have to go to Stanford. I know, um, so they, well, we may see how mortal they are, but they're starting to make shots, and they're already big, and they're already super well coached. And you know, they had the early hiccup, but uh, that's the one team that maybe is separating itself a little. But for the most part, we're just seeing teams that are being able to play well on days and being able to play not well on others. Last thing for Mike DeCourcy, I've got about a minute on this one. UNC is 6-5 and five and out of the top 25 for the first time since 2014. You know that Roy Williams has been in 29 of the last 30 NCAA tournaments with either Kansas or UNC. When you look at that record and Cole Anthony now out for four to six weeks, do you believe this Tar Heel team is in serious jeopardy of being on the wrong side of the bubble come uh, March Madness and Selection Sunday? Jeopardy, I would say. Serious jeopardy, I would reserve for uh, early to mid-January. If you looked at, at their at the start of their ACC schedule. I mean, honestly, I, I don't I, 
this is a gradation thing, but it couldn't be easier. I mean, I, which isn't to say it's easy. Yeah. It just couldn't be easier. And so if they can't handle that to some degree, like I, I don't pick your games, like if it's seven games, can they go five and two, say? I mean, if they can't do that, if they're three and four, then you kind of say, oh, boy, man, this, this, this is not good. Uh, but they, they, they really are going to struggle to score without Cole. Uh, the, the, the perimeter players that they have are not at the level they're accustomed to having. I mean, when, when, when Nasir Little went pro, Cam Johnson was done, they just didn't bring in the players that were uh, of the sort that they would ordinarily have to play those positions. And so uh, the offense can flow from point A to point C, uh, when Cole's in there, but they're, you know, the bees, the wings, yeah. they're just not the kind that you need to score the points that are going to beat the best teams, at least not now. For those who don't know, Georgia Tech home, Pitt home, Clemson home, Pitt away, Virginia Tech away, and then Miami at home. Uh, that's the manageable part of the ACC schedule that Mike was talking about with Cole Anthony still on the shelf. It will be interesting to see Carolina actually has a middling UCLA team tomorrow in Las Vegas. We'll see how they fare there. Uh, great to hear your voice, man. Happy holidays to you and yours, and thank you, as always, for your wit and wisdom here on the David Glenn Show. And happy holidays to you and your family, too, Dave. It's always a pleasure. Right back at you, my friend. TSN Mike on Twitter, SportingNews.com online. Final thoughts, TV picks, and perhaps more People seeking prizes from us at the David Glenn Show, who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring in the 2020 calendar year. Anybody who goes five for five in those championship predictions, the first to do so with the right combination walks away with $1,000 worth of prizes. College football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, and NFL. Remember, the two football trophies are not too, too far away. The others we have to wait a little longer for. Go five for five with your crystal ball, and you can be our next grand prize winner. We had two huge prizes fly out the door earlier today, at the conclu- earlier this week, rather, at the conclusion of our 2019 Big Tailgate Tour, driven by Continental Tire. One more grand prize to give in the coming weeks and months. You can be next by dialing 1-800-849-2761 on The David Glenn Show. Christian Leitner, thanks for joining us. It's been less than a week since the I Hate Christian Leitner 30 for 30. The final product of the movie was absolutely awesome. I love every second of it. Maybe I'm not seeing the same thing everyone else is seeing, but I thought the movie was awesome and I loved it. Keep it here on The David Glenn Show. Back to the David Glenn Show. We are coming down the stretch on today's program. Jimmy Buffett always takes us into the weekend. He will do that in just a bit. Michael's calling from Archdale, North Carolina. That's how it works on our syndicated statewide show. I was talking about we had calls from like 18 of the 20 biggest cities in this state. High Point. We did not yet have a caller. Artsdale, if you didn't know, is kind of right next to High Point. I do have the voice of the High Point Basketball Panthers in my producer, Darren Vaught. Intern Will is from High Point, North Carolina. So clearly, one more city represented on today's program. Michael in Artsdale may be our last caller on the question of the day. Who has 2020 vision for what sports world will bring in the 2020 calendar year? Can he go five for five with his crystal ball selections, we shall see. Michael, welcome to the program. Go right ahead. 
Yes. Uh, for NFL, the Packers. Got it. Uh, for NBA, the Bucks. Okay. Um, college football is Ohio State. As you can see where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I see a theme. Yes. Yeah. Um, now it's throwing off the theme. Uh, for the college basketball, I'm going to go with Duke. Okay. And hockey. For the NHL, I'm going with St. Louis Blues. The Blues. Thanks for listening for Marchdale. Thanks for representing your great part of our great state. Darren Vaught, uh, can you crank up my Jimmy Buffett as we head into the weekend? Oh, look at that. A little lovely cruise, man. It's hard to provide a lovely cruise in mid-December here in North Carolina. It's cold. You got to dodge the icebergs as we navigate our way through the sports headlines of the day. Did you get that? This one's for you. Yeah. Uh, have you got Jimmy Buffett as a guest yet on our show? Up 10 years in to unprecedented statewide syndication. I asked for supermodel Brooklyn Decker. She was a guest on the show. Talking sports. I asked for United States presidents. We get George W. Bush talking baseball. We get Barack Obama talking basketball. In that context, after the death of the late, great Dean Smith of UNC. We've had Adam Sandler and Kevin James and other actors. We've had other supermodels. We've had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Mike Tyson. We get the Hall of Fame coaches in college football and college basketball like every day or week or month or whatever. It's routine. I don't have anything left on the bucket list, man. Maybe a Bill Murray. Maybe a Jimmy Buffett. They both love sports, and I love both of them. Is that how you're spending your holidays? Calling Bill Murray's 800 number? He yeah, that's have, a tricky one. He doesn't like have, you have, you have like a handler. To, he doesn't have traditional middlemen. You actually have to leave a voicemail on his one number just to tell him that we'd love to have him on the statewide syndicated David Glenn show. I can't think of many, many more. I mean, I want you to keep getting us great guests. Don't get me wrong. All the big schools, all the big programs have their head coaches and ADs and star players drop by here regularly. I send you into the holiday season with that uh, jokingly, Darren. This is your last show with me in the calendar year. Correct. Re reminder to everybody, you'll be back with some guest hosts. Starting on the 26th, we'll have best of shows Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And I will be here this coming Monday, so enjoy what it should be a great weekend of college football bowls, NFL action, college hoops, NBA, and more canes. I'll see you at PNC Arena, and I'll talk to you Monday right here on the David Glenn Show. So, Mr. President, Barack Obama, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, it's great to be on. It's wonderful to, to talk to the folks in North Carolina. I always say uh, I love the state of North Carolina. Love the people in North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show.